to Catch the Sea Podcast with your favorite girl, True Lady. That's right. Every week I sit down with friends, associates, social media friends, artists, and more. We talk about the hashtag of the week, those icebreakers, those crazy hot topics, those hip-hop debates, pop culture madness, plus those Ask a Lady questions. All you have to do is click play on SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple's podcast app, your Google Play Store, or simply log on to SpillingTheTea.com. Here we go with this week's episode. yourselves starting right here how y'all doing this is so live and i'm in a building with a true lady getting yes. ready to turn up yes we already know who it is big xo in the building zombie <laughs> jr you know that's all right we got so alive and jay rich photography yes let's brand yourself sir yes ma'am oh all right i'm jay rich photography and uh, <laughs> i'll be here all day <laughs> But we definitely want to sit down and talk with Soar Live and let's talk about what you have coming up. This is going to be so huge for the city right now. Yeah, man. So basically, uh, what is it? Uh, the 29th, mm-hmm. my crew, man, we really excited, pumped up. My team and I, man, we're going to be performing at the Rapids Parish Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're excited about it because, um, you know, it's just kind of like... I feel like it's almost like some type of uh, local history being made. You it know, that's kind of what they're talking about as far as uh, being a hip hop artist, uh, being able to, you know, perform at the Rapids Paris Coliseum. Mm-hmm. So we're real thankful and excited about that. Right. This is this is huge. Um, you know, for the city and and for the culture, to be honest. And I think it's a great deal what you're doing because it's it's for the food bank as well, and they're bringing uh, people can bring canned goods and yeah. everything else, and it's it's a great cause of, of what's going on. So, explain to me how uh, the phone call went or the initial reach out went um, to put you on this show. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I, I <laughs> so many people have asked me that definitely the past two weeks, mm-hmm. but basically, man, I just I was I was at a s- studio um, mm-hmm. downtown and they kind of mentioned the event and it was like, look, hey, we need to add some diversity to the event. Mm-hmm. Um, would you be interested in uh, being a part of the event? I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Where where is it? It's right. like, yeah, it's at the the Rapids Parish Coliseum. I'm like, of course, right. I want to be a part. I mean, that's that's that is the largest venue. Um, in the city right now. Definitely in the city in uh, 40 plus miles, man. So it, it just was an honor for them to think of me. 
and actually trust my brand mm-hmm. um, and actually respect the brand and the hard work my team been putting in to just invite me, you know. So it's right, right, very right. excited about that. Right, like you definitely have been putting in so much work, not even just here locally, but as we said the last time, I mean, you travel and you do shows everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You always booked and busy. <laughs> yeah, man, I mean, it's just, I'm thankful, man. I got a real great team, and as you know, when I meet a lot of artists that's coming up, so many of them, so many talented artists coming up, mm-hmm. and the thing I stress the most is your brand and your your brand is what people say about you when you leave the room. So you mm-hmm. definitely want to beef up your brand because that ultimately helps with the shows and everything else falls exactly. into place. Exactly. That opens up so many more doors other than just being here. So not only do you have that coming up, but what else do you have uh, coming up in the works? Uh, next week, man, my team, we're going to be in Pensacola, Florida for the Hub Music Festival. Okay. We're going to be turning up on at the beach, man. It's a real – this is another event kind of like the event at the Coliseum. It's, it's diverse. They got country, mm-hmm. uh, Zydeco, rock, hip-hop. Uh, so it's, it's – it's, I mean, we're excited about that, to be at the beach. We're going to be shooting a music video wow, out there. Wow, yeah. Get on some jet skis. I actually may go skydiving. Hey. Don't hopefully my New Orleans people don't hear that because yeah we don't, <laughs> we don't do that but while I'm, I'm in Pensacola I may go skydiving. All right, mm. I would definitely love to hit those. I would hit those jet skis. I don't know about the skydiving part. Yeah. Hey, jet skis. I gotta think about it. <laughs> well, I mean, you only live once, man. You're and right. when you're in a big city, you gotta go you're with the right. vibe. You're right. You just gotta you're go with the right. flow. So um, you definitely been doing some um, are are they concerts that you do with GIM or? What a, Cause I, I mean, I see it on Facebook all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gim man, they. Uh, I mean, almost every Sunday is like a concert. But yeah. they, uh, shout out to Gim, they throw five concerts a year. Okay. Um, a real, real dope concerts, pack high energy from front to back. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, and they, you know, state of the art sound system, lighting is just like flawless there. So right. they do, they do about five. Sh- shows a year but pretty much on any given sunday it's right like a it's concert. the same way <laughs> yeah it's turned up right i know i always see footage you know on your facebook page and things of that nature so yeah so what's the project that you're working on are you working on anything new or are you just still pushing what you pre- what pretty much have right now yeah what we getting ready to do is we released a project before we went on tour earlier this year mm-hmm. uh but we released it completely independent which means we right. didn't put it on iTunes, we didn't put it on Google Play, we didn't do none of that. Right, right, right. But we getting ready to put it on iTunes and all that stuff now. Okay, um, good. So we getting ready to release Fresh 2.0 within the next 60 days, so uh, be looking out for it. Wow, that's good. So, you know, what was your success rate without without putting it on those social platforms? It, w- it was excellent, man. It's mm-hmm. just like... Basically, when you when you get a lot of, sh- you know, when you get shows, man, it just opened up more opportunities to right. sell your CDs, to sell your merchandise. Right. Um, and we definitely, at the beginning of the year, we had to focus on the tour. So right. the tour was, uh, it was, what, 20 cities in 30 days. So, mm-hmm. you know, my team felt like it was better to release it independently since we had some shows lined up. And, right. You know, instead of just rushing to put it on iTunes exactly. at that time. And a lot of a lot of artists, you know, they kind of go with that because that appears to be the wave. But I feel like you still need to put that footwork, footwork in 
yourself so people can I, I i'm all about touching the people like hey you know this Best is way. me yeah you know that's how you make a connection that's long lasting and not saying don't ever put it on those platforms like you're saying you're you're doing that part now but you definitely did that footwork before even going to these platforms to do that so yeah it's whatever yeah. floats your boat man if mm-hmm. you kind of want to if you releasing a project and you kind of want to hit the charts at coming strong man put it on itunes but if yeah. you want to do the independent Go independent. Right. It's whatever, like, you know, whatever right. the team decide on. But as the first part of this year, we was focused on being right. independent. So, um, you know, what would, would you what would you prefer as an artist? Independence or uh, having a label backing you? That's a good question. That's tough. Uh, that's a tough one. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, depending on the right deal, man, I, I take the deal. But as of right now, man, I'm focusing on being independent. It's it's working, man. Mm-hmm. When you know we're attracting the right people, mm-hmm. we got the right team. We're in a real good spot right now, so I'm right. thankful. Right, yeah. I know. I I met one of your teammates when I was in uh, New Orleans one day, and <laughs> she had to call you up real quick. I was like, Yeah, I know him. <laughs> she gonna be at the event, man. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Y'all good. need to hook up again. Yes, definitely. I'm. You know, I'm all for it. I love talking to people, meeting new people. And definitely staying in touch with people, you know, that that brings you to, like like we were saying earlier, to a whole nother level. Yeah, she's been getting it in in, in, in Houston, man. She's mm-hmm. been real busy. Uh, she's been meeting all type of celebrities. Uh, she got a radio show now. I don't know if she had that when, when okay, you guys yeah. met. Okay, yeah, okay, now. But she's moving. Okay, good. Because I know she was there. The people that she was there with, they were promoting their own uh, platform on their own radio show. Yeah. So she's so she's definitely in that mix and doing her own thing. That's a, a real good thing. Shout out Amanda Sap. Woo woo. Hey <laughs> Sap. So what are some things that people don't know about Soar Live? Oh, that's a good one because I I definitely keep my personal life super duper private. Right, right. Uh, and I like to keep it that way. That's yeah. a good question. But one thing I'm going to say is I really, I really have a heart for the young people, mm. um, and just making music uh, without putting any stipulations on it. Not saying it's this type or this type. Right. Just making making music that's real to me, right? Uh, and real that I believe that can help people out in situations or something that people could jam to. So right. that's that's like pretty much. Uh, what I do in my movement in a nutshell. Right, right, yeah. Making every, making what feels good. Yeah, wow. like Zydeco. Yeah, okay. I like hey. that. <laughs> Zydeco is really the wave right now in Central Louisiana, to be honest. Like, I'm trying to figure out when it is like that for my age, for my age group, because people are really like, oh, I'm going to trail rides, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm just like, uh, not me. <laughs> I mean, you got to think about it. One thing I respect about Zydeco, man, is mm-hmm. just it makes you feel good. And yeah. people want to feel good. I mean, I went to a Zydeco concert. I, I had no idea who the guys was on stage, but they were awesome. And without trying, I just started right. bobbing my head. and Moving I mean, it. Yeah, feeling it. Yeah, those Zydeco artists off the chain. <laughs> I fully respect them. Right, and they have a whole lot of energy because they be on the stage for a good little while. <laughs> Two hours. <laughs> They been having three hours set. Yes. You're right. <laughs> Sets me off the chain. Uh, all right, man. So we're just going to go ahead and transition into, you know, the topics that we have on deck for tonight. Now, every week I do a um, hashtag of the week. And this week's hashtag is 
pursuit of happiness. Mm. So I want to know what is true happiness to you? True happiness to me is basically finding out really what you were created for. Mm. Um, that just plays a big part in life. You know, people that's older, one of the one of the main things, some psychologists say that I don't remember. He said one of the main things people reg- regret was mm-hmm. really being concerned what people thought of them, mm. like in their earlier years. And, and when they get older, they can't grab that time back. Right, right, right. So true happiness to me is really just finding out what you were born to do finding out what you were created to do right, and just do it right. like regardless of if people like it or don't like it you just do it right your 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 purpose your true purpose i i definitely can agree with you on yeah. that because like you know uh will smith was having this um you know conversation once before like a while back a couple of months back and he was saying like in a relationship how he's retired from trying to make jada pickett happy because he can't make her happy mm. and she can't make him happy you have to make self happy in order to have First, a yeah. um a healthy relationship with one another yeah. and I, I definitely believe that like you you are responsible for your own happiness yeah. so like I believe in that, like you saying that finding your purpose of what what is your path to walk in that that you will be tr- truly happy because sometimes people are like I want to be an entrepreneur but they're stuck at a nine to five and they're they're stuck and they're unhappy like if you know that this is what you want to do this is what it's Ooh. supposed to be for you make that move you know or you know make preparations to you know what I'm saying look before I why you saying that before I, uh years ago probably four years ago mm-hmm. I, uh, I was uh i was working at uh with a demolition company from new york yeah okay and they were tearing down that plant in pineville down 106 the yeah. craft paper mill yeah 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 so somehow i met the guy they paid me good money for the job but man every day i got up and i threw on that hard head and those steel toes i knew i said this is the last time i'm coming out here right sweating i'm lifting up this saw i ain't i ain't doing that no more and i never went back yeah so uh i mean it was good money but i feel like when you pursue your purpose man the money's gonna come ultimately you know Mm -hmm. so exactly exactly and money can never ever be the true focus yeah because once you make money your true focus you're gonna forever be chasing it like ah ah there's not enough there's not enough there's not enough if you just go with the flow let it come and like you're saying take pride in what you're doing it's gonna come the money will fall in place things will fall in place but that can never be your true focus well here's a good thing i've been seeing a lot of people say i'm chasing a bag Mm. well my crew we believe it a little different we let the bag chase us you know because uh you know and that's just what we believe in. Let the bag chase us. We don't have to chase the bag. Right. Just, just you know, do what you created to do. Right. And the bag going to chase you. Kind of like what you do. I always respect what you do because so many people nowadays, it's like everybody just want to be the musician, but we actually need more producers, more managers, right. more bloggers, more we people writing those. books. Yes. More the, the management side, you know. So uh, that's why I fully respect for what you do and sticking with it. Right. I appreciate you for that. But you are totally right. Like, everybody wants to rap, but, like, the men in the background making the same amount of money, too, doing the same thing. Like, helping, aiding, or doing, you know, it's different things that you can do in this whole lane, you know. And I think people forget that. Producing is a 
I don't have a passion for it, but producing this. I mean, Ooh. Scott Scott Starch is he's still receiving royalties, and he exactly. he don't even do anything anymore. You know, <laughs> you you Quavo, any of one of the Migos, they kind of crossed in that whole producing lane. You know, Zaytoven is definitely a high producer. This he's not he's reaping the benefits. Yeah, you know, but but everybody, I think everybody wants to be in the limelight and like let the light shine on me and that's not always the case you could be the background you could be the background too yeah you need i mean <laughs> it's like our body man to successfully do anything in life man mm-hmm. we need our <laughs> excuse me mm-hmm. we need our hands our legs to walk hands right. to grab we need the brain the eyes you know yes. so for everybody play their part i mean you just really setting yourself up for success right Ooh, play your part definitely I'm, I'm definitely with that. Yeah. So, Jay Rich, what's your pursuit? Because we kind of like switch that conversation over. <laughs> oh, y'all. Had, I mean, we honestly, y'all hit the nail on the head for me. I mean. Mm-hmm. I heard someone knocking. I thought I heard a knock, too. Yeah. All right. No. Huh? All right, Brandon. You, you. <laughs> All right, Brie. Vintage Prince in the building. <laughs> Hopefully, she get my good, good side. Hopefully. <laughs> No, y'all, you know, y'all actually touched on everything, really. Like, Mm -hmm. I believe, like, for me, I believe in helping each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've I've done the hard work. I've done the easy work. Mm -hmm. Now it's trying to help somebody else so they don't have to work as hard. Right. Show somebody else what they can do so they don't have to work as hard. And, it, you know, they hopefully pass that along. Work smarter, not, not harder. harder. Right. I was definitely on uh, <clears throat> P. Diddy's uh, Twitter timeline, and he was explaining about how he was working really hard. He was working hard, but working in circles at the same time. Mm, mm. That's what happens when you work hard. Right. He was like, I was working in circles. Even though I was gaining success, but I was still working in, in circles. But now, as, the, as age has set in, he's working smarter and being more aware of what he needs to do or outsourcing it and things of that nature. And I was like, he is so correct. Right. <laughs> That's all because, I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, <laughs> like I said, I've worked hard. I've done the hard work. Mm-hmm. And... I figured out ways to do things a lot different. Right, right, right. And you right. know, I'm, I try to pass that to other people. Now, if you take it, you take it. If you don't, you don't. If you don't, but you don't. It's on you. I'm trying to show you a better way. Mm. And if I can just help one person, you know, I feel like I done done something. My, my job. That's it. Go ahead. I did my job. Go ahead. I'm take your job. <laughs> I, I I totally agree <clears throat> with you. Like, if you just help that one person or help, you know, whoever you can help. You've done what you were supposed to do. Right. All right, man. So let's move around and let's uh, get into an issue that's going on right now. It's definitely <laughs> with the whole uh, Nike, Colin Kaepernick situation. And, you know, people are definitely voicing their opinions of how they feel about, you know, Nike backing Colin Kaepernick. And uh, the mayor of Kenner, Louisiana, you know, he wrote this paper, wrote this out and said that, um, he doesn't want any any Nike products a part of right. any of the recreational programming mm-hmm. for the entire city. Mm-hmm. He, and now he made this judgment call on his own, did not of go course. through council. Mm-hmm. And you know, the people in Kenner definitely were like, Whoa, wait, wait a minute, you know, speaking out on this situation. Right. 
What What are y'all thoughts and feels? Ooh, <laughs> that's touchy. I, I know. Go ahead, Jay Rich. You look like you. It's hey, already right on you. Touchy, touchy. I feel like when you look at it, yeah, he, he's trying to pull like a Donald Trump. When you look at it, mm. I'm gonna do what I want to do. Wow. And nobody's gonna stop me. Right. Now, he didn't talk to nobody. He didn't say, "Hey, y'all, what y'all think?" It's on my own accord. Now. Right. I'm not going to say that Donald Trump is, you know, doing exactly what he did because, you know, he doesn't right, right, have right. power. But, you know, he, he's kind of got that, it's me, it's what I want. See, I didn't know the um and the mayor had that type of power to well, just, I mean, I know you're the mayor, but you do have to consult with the council before yes. making any decisions to affect the city. Facts, and that's what I thought as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't just tell somebody what they can and can't wear. You right. know what I mean? Now, you can stop. I mean, you can tell them they can't purchase it with city funds. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can't just say, I don't want this in my facility. Right. And that's what he said. And that is the difference. But the co- the cool part about that, um, the people of Kenner, they had their own, um, it was a peaceful protest. Protest, right. I and think Cam Jordan yeah, yeah. Saints players were there. Wow. Yeah. Spoke out on the situation. I, I thought that was huge. It is because you got to look Teron at it. Teron Armstead is the one who did the most talking. Yeah. You know, he was saying that he lives in Kenner. Like, this is where he resides, and I play football for the Saints. Like, I, and to see that, you know, someone in charge made this decision Without on his own. Right. <sighs> now, so. I will say this. Um, that also shows me where – his mindset is mm-hmm. that also it speaks in volumes about his tolerance mm. because you're protesting about something that is really and truly really and truly it's one of those things where I'm going to show you my true colors right because I'm not trying to be partisan I'm not trying to say hey let me meet you halfway I'm saying this is what's going to happen and right. you are going to do this. I really think the mayor. entire issue with this situation is people just don't know. Facts. People just don't know. Like, okay, he kneeled during um, the national anthem. Yes. But if you have no clue as a why, because, again, the media has been pushing its own narrative, Facts. I yes, feel. Yes, definitely. Facts. And so if you're going by what the media narrative is pushing, you do have no clue of what the real reason of the situation. And I think, you know, it just gets lost I mean, in the sauce, even though people are still trying to come and say, well, this is why he this is why he did what he did. Yeah, it's not it's, th- it's not sticking because the media has already put this narrative out, mm-hmm. ran the course with this narr- narrative, narrative into the ground. Right. So trying to, you know, change it but see, is that all di- comes difficult for some certain certain, certain people. people. That comes back around again to look who started the issue. Yeah. Like Colin Kaepernick kneeled because of police brutality. Mm-hmm. He said himself, you know, this I'm not disre- trying to disrespect nobody. Right. He talked to somebody else and was like, okay, kneeling will be the best option. A veteran is that. Yes, he talks to a veteran. Yeah. Now I'm a veteran. I, to me, he just he's using his you know freedom of speech. Right. His which right is, to protest. Which is what people went to war for for yes. us to have freedom of so speech I as a nation. Like, and to be honest, like I feel like Donald Trump 
somebody who dodged drafts and didn't go to the military. He figured out ways not to go to the military <laughs> to tell somebody how they are to respect and disrespect is disrespectful. Yeah. You have no clue what respect is to me because when your country needed you, you didn't show up. Ooh. So, you know, my country didn't even need me at this time. And I went. Right. I went to better myself, get a better education, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, it happened a little farther than I expected it to due to all the things that happened. But I hit two tours. How did that um, affect you as an individual doing those two tours? I mean, it showed me a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, It showed me that Americans are actually some of the most impatient, intolerable, belligerent, people that you can actually meet. Really? Yes, because <laughs> while I was overseas, like, mm. I met a lot of people from Egypt, Lithuania, I mean, like, yes. all over the globe. Right, right. And they all worked in one spot. Mm. And the Americans who were there were like, oh, I hate them because they're Pakistani, or I hate them because they're mm-hmm. that. And they're all working together in unison. I mean, it's like, they don't even understand each other. And they're like... You know, in and out, mm. doing what they got to do. I just really think everything is pure ignorance when people are not. When I say yeah. ignorance, I mean it's just people aren't aware right. of every anything right. stereotypes. Yeah. Um, the what's going on with, but, like I said, Nike and Kaepernick. Yeah, our problem everything. is we see what <laughs> we see what they want us to see, right? And we don't see what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. Because while I was overseas, like I met a guy. His name, I can't even pronounce his name, but it's we called him Lefty. Because really? left was, it was hard to pronounce. I just know left was in there. We called him lefty. That was it. I'm not even going to lie to you. Wow. But it was like super hard. <laughs> there, I said it. <laughs> but um, we called him lefty. And when I first got there, like for us, we were, we were ignorant to the fact that $800 meant that we could make them a millionaire overseas. We slow, slow, like slow rolled his son into being a millionaire, giving him $10, $20 here. By wow. the time six months was over, he's at $800. He done saved up and took it, transferred it over, made himself a millionaire. Now he's talking crazy to his daddy. Wow. But, you know, we didn't know that. So now his dad comes to us, you know, hey, y'all got to stop paying him. Mm. <laughs> and we're like, for what? And he and then he explained it to us. After he explained it to us, we understood. Mm. That's kind of like what the media doesn't do to us. Explain. They don't explain what's going on. They show you a picture. And like, run with it, yeah. For yeah. instance, in um the flooding in Texas, I watched a spot where they were in a boat. And this woman's like, oh, my God, the water's so high. And the dude got out of the boat and it was like knee high. And wow. I'm sitting there like, so you got me in, in my feelings. Like, it's it's like super high and yeah, it's knee high. Like, what are you doing? What I feel <laughs> like media does or I feel like people do. People run with the headline yes. only. I see this all the time. As a blogger, yeah. I see this all the time. People run with the headline and don't read the full story. Well, I mean, that's that's just <laughs> a, Yeah, I mean, you got to be careful. That's just how the media is. I yeah. mean, they I mean, drama drama sells. It's like if they have something that happened, they put uh, okay. White white male shot, you know, black right. male, you know, that's just right. how they put it out. You just got to be careful, man, right. and, and and work on reading the story, like you were saying, so you don't get sucked into the whole media thing. Because exactly. the whole thing will 
Colin Kaepernick was he took a stand and the media just blew it out of proportion. Whoa. Cost that man his job. Yeah. You know, cost yeah. him his career. Yeah. And one of the, the good things about that whole situation was uh I mean, look what happened, you know, months later that he was able to, you know, get picked up by Nike. Yeah. So good mm-hmm. still came out the whole bad whole situation. situation. Exactly. Now the uh, another thing that's going on on Facebook too is that people are talking about how um, Nike used this situation to make them money. Do you think they were in the right or in the wrong, or do you think they were Man, ge- genuinely supporting Nike, him? Nike's been one of the number one shoe brands since forever. Right. They know what they're doing. I'm sure they research every bad, yeah. small, medium, bad, worst, right. horrible Wait. angle they can, and they was ready to take the heat that yeah. can with Nike it. Nike has done this before. Yeah. yeah. So with they other black. <laughs> This is not, it's not the first time. So it's not the first time. Yeah, so they're fine. I mean, yeah. it's a repeat. And right. our people, I mean, like, our generation is just seeing this because we're slow. Nike, <laughs> Nike would not skip a beat there. Nike's keep, like, keep, going. keep oh, it pushing. They're a solid brand. So, I mean, I want, totally agree. I mean, let's go with my, let me go as far just, back as uh, Muhammad Ali. Right. I, I just mean, want to uh, invest in stock. I, I said this on last week's podcast. I definitely I wouldn't mind $79? investing in Nike. I think it's like $79. Versus, oh, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. A share? And versus buying the shoe. Like, I, I think I would buy the shoe after my investment. You know what I'm saying? I would. Buy yeah. shoe then. <laughs> I would. I'm going to put that money in another piece of stock. You're right. Because <laughs> for the money, I can, go, like, what, average pair of Nike is 130 Oh, no. You can you can buy a good pair of Nike shoes for $80. Not me. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, even even if you buy it at all $80, the by the time crackers, you finish taxes, all the gram crackers, you know what I mean? <laughs> by the time you finish with taxes, you done bought a, you know, at least one share. Yeah. So, Fact, I, I, honest to goodness, when you buy one shoe, if you're saying that right now it's $79, mm-hmm. you've actually bought a share. Yeah. That could grow into something. Hopefully. So, yeah. <laughs> you know? Not hopefully. It will. Yeah. It's Nike. I mean, like, okay. <laughs> like, when I first, you know, stuck my nose in the, you mm-hmm. know, the stock market. Yeah. It was during the um, automotive bailout. Really? Like, Ford was down to, like, I think 78 cents. <laughs> it was horrible. Really? And I'm like, yes, I'm going to buy some now. <laughs> and I bought it. And, you know, then it ballooned back up to, like, after the bailout and all this other stuff happened, mm-hmm. it went up to like I think fourteen dollars, twelve, thirteen, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Oh wow! I'm not gonna lie, I don't remember the exact number. I, th- I think so it was would you be apt to teach? Because I feel like children don't not not just saying children, people are unaware. Like, would you be apt to teaching those things or I mean, giving that information? Do a, I'll do a little more research. I'll be glad to teach them. Yeah. Because I mean, I feel like I learned about investments like older, and I was yeah. like, I feel like that's something that they should be teaching I in class. Know this. In, in somebody's yeah. school. <laughs> right, because for real. let's look at it like this. I have not used Trig one time in my life, mm-hmm. but I took it. I never got any kind of investment <laughs> tips on anything. Right, but right. that's what I'm searching for. Right, exactly. So, I would agree on that. Interesting. Okay, I because we getting serious. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's move on. Well, well, woo. well let's talk about nine eleven. Since we got, we on this. I know. Do I have to? I know, I know. Well, it's on the list because I know yesterday <laughs> was 9 11, and I wanted to know okay. where were you 9 11 2001? Um, 
Do you remember where you were? Yeah, I was oh, I was at home, man. At, mm-hmm. I was living with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, playing. I, I mean, I don't remember. I was playing Madden or something. But I was at home and I was watching yeah. on TV and I just couldn't believe what I seen. It almost seemed like an unreal movie. Right. Um, and just to see that building go down live on TV, TV yes. I couldn't believe that. Right. It was like crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was in, um, at this time, I was uh, in high school, and I want to say I was in the 10th grade, because I graduated with 2004. You so. don't say when you graduate, you putting your age out there. Oh, it's, I'm okay with it. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I, I, embra- I embrace it. I'm, okay. I'm not so all she's the 21. She's 21. Right? <laughs> she's 21. I think I was in high school. I was in high school, and I remember sitting in class, and... I think I was it was I was very scared and fearful because seeing that happen, hearing that this happened, I wanted to be at home with my parents. Yeah. Like wow. I don't want to be away because I kept thinking like what if it came here? What if it came? What if it's going to happen here? What if there wasn't the only place that they wanted us, you know, to target? And I was uh very scared and uh yeah, I just remember being very scared about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What about you? I was in Qatar, actually. Mm-hmm. I was overseas. I was really. I wasn't here. Um, I was in Qatar. Um, we watched it on satellite TV, mm-hmm. and we came out of that tent mad at everybody. Mm. Um, people worked there. We like, it's kind of like we instantly stopped trusting everybody. Wow. Cause you know when you're overseas, in the military. It's like all of the foreign nationals there, like wherever you are. Yeah, yeah, They pretty much have run on the base as far as employment and stuff like that goes. They have their mm. own shops. Wow, Stuff wow. like that. Oh, so y'all were there in that mix and like, yeah. are y'all going to do something to us? Yeah, first thing nah. I was like, I should blow all this stuff up. Like, <laughs> it was on my mind. Like, I don't know why. I like, it just... I was upset at the fact because I was amongst Pakistani people. I was right. amongst Arabs. I was there. Yeah. And, I, and I'm just looking at them like, y'all just flew a plane. It's good. God. So, and I was like in my mind cussing people out. Like, like everywhere like, I look. Are y'all plotting on me too? Like, if yeah. y'all think y'all going to do that right here, I got this. I got mm-hmm. an eight. Got this gun on my back. I got this M4. I got my nine. I got this grenade. We can go to war before I leave here. You know. All by yourself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting out of this shop before y'all blow me up. Yeah, you know? and, but that was my mindset because I, to be honest, I was afraid. Mm-hmm. I was I don't even know what's past scared. Right. Because not only did I have to get away from this like one little shop. Yeah, right. But I have to go like four miles down the road. Right to get to back to, to, to your destination. Yeah, to get back to where I'm going. Yeah. So all the way back, I'm eyes everywhere. Like, That's I crazy. wish somebody would. I'm gonna shoot up whatever coming my way. <laughs> you know, and like, and like they saw it on TV too. Mm. And I'm not gonna lie, a lot of them were just as shocked as we were. Right, as far as what was going yes, on. Yes, as far as what was going on. And, and that's another thing. Like we back to the media. <coughs> Yeah. Everybody is not the same way. Right. Yeah, you true. know? Because so. I had a guy walk up to me and say, I'm sorry. I'm like, Whoa, what? what you want? <laughs> you know, I got hand on, you know, nine millimeter. I'm ready. I'm like, what mm-hmm. you want? Because I'm not going to let you blow me up. Right. He's I'm like, no, 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 I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. I'm like, I, I, I don't care. 
you know, but I could, to be honest, I could genuinely see the hurt in his face mm. because he's like, they're going to use his people, his name, his religion as an excuse. And that's what they did. He was Pakistani, Muslim. Mm. I mean, I saw, I've met him, his wife, his daughter. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, to be honest, they were like the closest thing to family we had at the time. Right. Because we always went to the shop and had like donuts and stuff like that that they made, you know. So my question to you guys, reliving, seeing those moments, because yesterday I saw the video yesterday. I was like, oh, my goodness. Did not watch it. I was like, that was bad. Like, I was in the 10th grade, but I was selfish, <laughs> thinking myself. Like, I wanted to be with my family. But now as an adult. I'm like, oh my goodness, what was the outcome for those people's family? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, 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 my mindset was totally different. Well, of course, I mean, yeah, a grown woman, but. <laughs> always, like, for me. I was I'm like, not, oh my goodness, my that was horrible. Yeah, because my mindset didn't fall on the victims. Yeah. At the time, you're right, I was selfish. Because I thought about me and about my position yeah. where I was. Now. I was, I was so focused on me, me, me. And yes, I knew it was a horrendous situation. But again, I was still like, I want to be who? Who is me? Mary, who? who? <laughs> Not you. I know, right? You and Bree, yeah. And right. <laughs> right. Bree was, was like, man. No, no touch, touch screens, I don't think, was out. Yeah. Right, no. Exactly. Run around. So. Run around her leapfrog. It was the uh, razor. I'm sure you probably had the razor. Razor phone, right? And then, like, social media wasn't even that big. Like, it was there. But it wasn't even that big of a deal. I think it was MySpace, maybe, at that time. I think think Um, MySpace. Because you know what? We'd had a lot of people, like, killed by social media. We'd had people, like, still trying to film the towers falling. Right. The debris falling. You're right. Thank right, God. thank God that that was not going on there because people mind to be like, oh, you got to capture like right now. People mind like, I got to capture this moment. People was recording, yeah. but they record. Yes, but, but I'm gonna tell but you like this: people not recorded, how I think it would be today. And a lot of people left. See, like I feel like then a lot of people had a for some reason more common sense. Oh, these bricks are falling. It's time to run. Mm-hmm. People these days like, oh, I, I got to get it to the last second, then I'm gonna move. Yeah. Like, you get smacked in the face with a brick, you ain't gonna make it. Then what? You know, like, and to be honest, like the first time, mm-hmm. I still remember the first time seeing it. I've never watched anything from 9 11 since then. Really? I remember watching the guy jump out of the building Ooh, to the tree. I watched that yesterday and I, I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and like, everything I saw, <laughs> like, it triggered a different emotion. Uh, and I was like, seeing him jump was like, I know he's jumping for his life, but he's not going to make it. Yeah. You know, and seeing that plane going to that building, I was like, I know they're not going to make it. And it hurt because mm-hmm. I was like, why couldn't, like, people stand up to somebody with a an exacto knife or a razor blade or whatever they had? You never know what was going on. Because to be honest, I'm not afraid to get cut. You gonna have, if, if I'm going to, if it's a life or death situation. I'd rather be cut and bleeding and wide open <laughs> than to be dead. Facts. Or at least go well, out. you might die from that, fam. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can bleed <laughs> out, but I guarantee you. And they're going to be in that manner, huh? I'm not, gonna li- I'm not going out according to nobody else's will. 
I feel you. Cause Allah had a different story. <laughs> you know, hey fam, uh, we don't have them virgins for you, but you know, hold on. I'm dead. Nah, fam. <laughs> I am not put in a ten you right now. <laughs> Help him. <laughs> oh man, well let's move on. Let's talk about Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. These young ladies have had a slight altercation at a fashion show this week at um New York Fashion Week. And it was mm-hmm. more than a slight altercation because, you know, uh, Cardi B was ready to throw blows, ready to throw hands. She, she took her shoe off, threw it at Nicki Minaj. It did not connect, but Nicki Minaj security trying to move her out the way did elbow her. Did okay. elbow Cardi B in her head, causing her to have this knot. Wow. Not my monkeys. Now, <laughs> I feel you. Now, Cardi B went on her Instagram saying that it's just been so much on her, so much like Nicki Minaj has been trying to block moves from her behind the scenes. You know, she let that slide, she let that ride. But Nicki Minaj also, she said, came out and made some comments about her child. And she was just like, I don't play that. She don't play that where, behind her culture. Where are these facts? I don't I know. See, let me tell you. Let me tell you something about the industry. There are a lot of things that are done behind the scenes that we, as public eye, will don't never see. ever see and know. Mm-hmm. So my issue with this is this: Cardi B is not the first person to say right. this about Nicki Minaj. Right. K. Michelle has said this about mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj. Remy Ma has said this about Nicki Minaj. Okay. Uh, Dream Doll, like that. Th- they're not just making, they're not I, I'm pulling not saying, this out of, I'm, yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. That they're pulling it out of air. I'm right. Saying, see, for me, like y'all already know, I deal in facts. Right, I feel you. So you got to show me where she said this about your child, right. or you got to show me what she did. Because you're a fashion, to be honest, you're a, a small fashion icon yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be going to fashion week throwing shoes, acting retarded, getting lumped up. Yeah. This is true. You got, it's a time and a place for everything. As you say, it's your nah. brand. Yeah, and I, I mean, I feel, I seen the video, mm-hmm. and to be honest, uh, true lady, I mean, it was so much commotion going on, I couldn't watch the whole thing. Yeah. I totally stay away from drama. Yeah. I mean, we, I, we really focus on positive vibes only, but I did see the clip, and I was like, what am I looking at? Right. I just seen just commotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just carry right along. Uh, both of them are talented artists. Uh uh, I agree with you. I don't know what's going on behind the scene, but mm-hmm. then again, that's that's more of their problem. Right, and, uh, right. I, I, we, you know, I just stay clear from the drama. Yeah, I but, feel you. But it is entertaining, you know what I mean? But I stay away right, from it. Right, because it makes people like, oh, my God, Call who's going to Nicki Minaj. Yeah, yeah. who's, who's going to win this? But, yeah, man, me I'm and my team, we, we drama-free, man. We stay away from it. As you should be. Somebody got time for that. I totally agree with that. Because, um. For one, if I'm I going to fashion week, in my name ain't in it. if yeah. I'm going to fashion week, you best believe I ain't gonna oh, throw nobody's shoes. That just right probably here. cost more than a little bit. Right, man. If I was, oh man, it's fashion week. But then again, like, hey. but if someone says something about your child, I know how to handle that. Yeah, but I w- I would have hand I wouldn't handle it in that manner. Mm-mm. I know how to handle that. What they could have made a phone call. I mean, they they could have. I'm gonna tell you what she could have done. Mm-hmm. Phone call. Nice person. Come over, right? Cause see, oh, if I'm me, coming whatever. over for a barbecue or cook you know over what? whatever, we are gonna sit across the table from each other, and it ain't gonna be. But no y'all remember at discussion. y'all remember at Met Gala they had a conversation, mm-hmm. and someone was saying at that time Cardi was trying to politely address it then, mm-hmm. 
but Nicki Minaj still was on her little. But you gotta realize, Nicki Minaj is in public. Nicki Minaj is a baby. I'm just saying, when <laughs> she is in public, she's a whole lot worse. Yeah. What you do is you gotta get her behind closed doors. Yeah. And Vivica A. Fox said it best though that she passive that Nicki Minaj is passive aggressive. Yeah. And she's just gonna poke you, poke you, poke you, and then like, oh, it's real. I don't wanna deal with it no more. I'm sorry. I wasn't even trying to because mm. you went on she went on her queen radio <laughs> making statements, trying to go off on Carter B, but I'm like, you're going off on Carter B for the some of the same things that you did, sis. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's a it tricky is. situation. <laughs> I mean, like, let's be real. I mean, I feel like Nikki did a lot of things. You know, she she basically took from a lot of different people. Mm. And now, you know, she I'm not gonna lie, she's hottest thing smoking, blah blah blah, whatever. Oh I ain't God. talking about as far as looks. I'm talking about you know, I industry the hottest wise. thing smoking. Industry wise, you know, one of the hottest things smoked. Mm. Cool. Um, mm. But now you're trying to stop everybody else because you're on top. Mm. And you're right. That's what I was about to say. And you're not successfully doing that. She never had a number one album, y'all. True. Mm. <clears throat> nope. Uh-uh, I don't think it was number one. Mm. I don't. She's just successfully at number two. I'm sorry. She's no shade. All shade. All shade. <laughs> I was about to say nothing but blind. <laughs> hey. I just wish they would just let it go. I wish women, uh, I wish they could like squash the beef like Drake and Meek Mill just did this weekend. There you go. <laughs> At the end of the day, man, they, they, they are people and, you know, they, they could have handled the situation a lot better. Right. You know, so um, they handled it. <laughs> right, what's funny, Jay Reed? Hell, it's crazy. So. Okay, um, so what's what? My little cousin told me that the reason why he shook Drake's hand because he had to get some of that luck off of him. Who, uh, me, me, <laughs> you know what? I me, this is so like crazy so to say. Me, Mill did take a lot of L's, and I think going to jail helped him win the people back over. I yes. know that sounds crazy. It did. That happens in hip-hop. Yeah, and he went to jail, and everybody like, oh, my God, Meek Mill went to jail. Then, like, he went to jail for this? This is not right. Mm-hmm. And you come out, you go platinum. And he came yeah. out and was platinum. That's, that happens in hip-hop. Yeah. But he said, uh, yeah, he had to shake Drake's hand because uh, <laughs> he just had too much bad luck on him. He had to try to rub some of it off right. on somebody. Yeah, now he going to make hits again if he's working with Drake. Let's hope so. So what I would love to see, I would love to see a track like they did the ladies' night track where mm. who was Look Him, Missy, Missy Elliott, L. was Foxy Brown Fox, on that track? I think Foxy Brown, yeah. The Brat was on that track, and who else? Oh God! But it, uh, it was, it was all fe- it was all female rappers. Right. So Missy I would lo- yeah I would love to see Cardi B, mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj, Remy Ma. Who else is a who else is a high female artist? Cash, Cash Doll Cash coming up. Cash Doll Party. is definitely coming up. Y'all cannot mm. sleep on Cash Doll. Yeah. Um, I would love to see them all on that track to recreate that moment. But, it, but you have happen. The it can happen. The egos are different. If you deflate your ego, if you would just put your pride to the side, yes, Remy Mike, Remy mm-hmm. Mike gonna do it because of Nikki. Nikki, ain't I gonna think do Remy will be open to do it. Yeah, Remy is actually to me is like very mature. Oh, like, yeah, you know, she, she is can, to a certain degree. Uh, after I mean, watching her a, on the Saturday Union, a lot of petty in her. Yes, but I think she's like you said, she's mature at this point. 
Mm. I feel like she would definitely put everything to the side to do that. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Y'all got to get it together, ladies. Yes. I mean, I'm really not. Because, like, I mean, and I'm being 100% honest. I know me. Like, if I got a problem with somebody. Right, right, right. I got a problem with somebody. I can't. I just can't do it. And I will tell you I can't do it. And that's going to be that. That's going to be the wrap? That's going to be I don't care how much you're trying to pay me. That's a wrap. Because <laughs> I, I might accidentally do something and get a lawsuit. I don't know. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need that. And we I don't need, need that in my life. Right. We need you to be around to take photos. Okay? That's right. And put together graphics. We, we need you around. <laughs> around. I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So this week's CTT poll question is... Who was in the wrong, the umpire or Serena Williams? Both. So Serena, right? So Serena, for people who are not aware, Serena had a um, it was a match this past weekend. Mm-hmm. She did end up losing, but the guy, the real umpire, said that she was cheating because someone gave her a thumbs her, up. Her coach, her coach was. He said that she was getting coached. Right, she was getting coached on the sideline. But did, did he give her a thumbs up? What did he do on the sideline? Um, basically, what he was doing is um. Low key trying to tell her to watch her language, watch her angles. Watch yeah, her yeah, language. right, right. And um, so is that she coaching? Never saw it. Yes, it is coaching. Like you are not allowed to say nothing, mm. move a hand to do nothing. As far as you're just supposed to sit and watch. Okay. Which is weird to me because in every other sport, your coach can be like, hey, hey, hey do this right here. <laughs> but in tennis, your coach got to sit there and be like. You turn to your coach. What am I supposed to do? Mm-mm. You and your own. That's a good point, man. That's you in that water by yourself. Yeah. I look, I done brought you this far. Right. That's it. That's well, so she went off on the umpire, you know, telling me, I do not believe in cheating. I'm raising my daughter right. to be a good individual, blah, blah, blah. And she told him, you know, basically he owed her an apology. apology. And he he didn't, and she still said it was like, you still owe me an an, an apology, mm-hmm. you know, for those accusations that you made. And um, so now the umpires are talking about going on strike. Mm-hmm. Serena ended up losing the match. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just been a whole controversy online Can about I share this. Some, yeah, yes, I mean, yes. That uh, I mean, it's like Serena has, uh, they pretty much dominated tennis. For oh the past goodness. 15 years. No mm-hmm. lie, yes. And people always attack greatness. Yeah. Um, and they, they just basically, you know, giving a hard time. She knows it. Um, her family knows it. Right. She, she's she's going to go down as one of the greatest. Mm-hmm. And they they just trying to attack a character. She, she's still, she's going to come out on top. Yeah. Um, she, she's never been a quitter. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at her career. Exactly. I mean, last time I checked, because I was speaking at a school and I actually bought her up. I mm-hmm. mean, this was maybe two years ago, and she she made over like eighty four million dollars just from tennis alone. Right. So she's gonna fully stand up for what she believe in. Exactly. And, and I just think, uh, you know, just that happens when you're great at something, mm-hmm. you get attacked from all angles. This um, is so true. But she she'll be fine. She'll come out on top and keep it moving. Thanks. Yeah. I agree. Because like, as far as the whole situation for me, yes, she, the. Okay, men often scream, holler, and fuss at refs. Right, right. They, yeah, that was and another they don't part get of the thing. Yeah, penalized like that. Right. Um. Now, they. I understand that she d- got a point. You know, she got deducted for coaching. Mm-hmm. He saw it, but she didn't. So I, I understand her trying to defend a point. Mm-hmm. But then when it gets to a point where you're just standing there arguing, mm-hmm. like okay, comes a point as an athlete, you got to let it go right. and continue to play. Right now, I know Serena's a big name, 
Serena's huge, you know. Mm-hmm. But you gotta, if you're raising your daughter like that, sometimes you gotta know when to turn your cheek and go down and go. Know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Right. All right. So, I'm not gonna lie. I'm real upset at the fact <laughs> that, you know, she got 17000 I think the final one. Yeah, was. they find a $17,000. Like, 17000 is a crazy amount of money. That's but to her, to her, it don't but, matter. I mean, that's for her, it's fine. I mean, I know that's for her. But I'm looking at but it like 17000 Can you player? put me on a payment plan for that? Correct. Right. Because <laughs> I'm like, as a tennis player, like, yes. oh, my God. Like, I mean, they're big names. Right. I understand you're going to find a big name, huge amount of money. That's fine. But if you're going to <laughs> find her, what happened to all of the other people you didn't argue with you didn't mm. find? Mm. Like, I, I feel like that's, you know, just <laughs> unfair treatment right there. Right. So, oh, let's, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. You messed up, she messed up. Right. And let's divide it right there. Payment plan. I'm still tripping I on <laughs> I think a lot of it also came to <laughs> the cartoon that was drawn in that news. That was another issue, too. Like, they drew Serena as this huge, whining yeah. child. Yes. Huge, like. But the cartoonist said he wasn't trying to draw it to be racist. And I, I didn't say, I wasn't, I, I don't wouldn't think, take it. I don't think he made, he wanted it to be racist, but <sighs> what he did was accidentally make it racist. Yeah. Because, I mean,. He has her lips were huge. Yeah, she looked like she a was huge a gorilla. Ape. Yes, and then you have her opponent over here looking like in a pers- random white girl in perspective. And the girl who played against her was black, black. right? Yeah, she's Haitian and mm-hmm. uh, whatever Jamaican. I mean, not Jamaican, Japanese. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But it was just the perspective way. of it drawn. Yeah. I, I didn't see more of a race thing. I thought it was more of a sexist thing. Cause I was like. Yes. I know I've watched tennis matches with men go off, and I don't ever remember this happening to them. To be honest, yes, right. Um, oh my goodness, I can't yes. remember the guy's name. I remember the white guy with long hair. <laughs> yeah, yes. Like bullshit. What? Yeah, the ref and I, mean, I remember these things. So I'm just like, dang, you know, like, I know, like she got out of line, you know, talk to him or whatever, but not in the manner that I've seen. Yeah, facts. But hey, you know, hey. hopefully they rectify the situation. I hope, hopefully, they both uh, learn from things. I don't think it's right that the umpires say they want to uh, boycott and go on strike. Nah, that, that makes y'all look foolish, in my yeah, opinion. I was about to say that on that end, they just childish. Yeah, because you ain't getting paid that much to where you can just quit. <laughs> <laughs> Cut you it ain't out. Got to know people like that. <laughs> I mean, let's look at it. All you do is sit in the seat and look back and forth. You getting paid? If you getting paid doing big matches, about what? Right. Seven, eight thousand. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Look how many matches they got to sit there and be bored. Like, oh, this. Anyway, I quit. I'm sorry. Let me go. Uh, all right, man. Let's go to this week's Ask a Lady question. Oh, we get to ask you a question? No. No, no, no. People have already written in. I'm going to get. No. Oh, I, yeah. I had a good question for yeah. you. Okay. Mm. Okay. Well, what, before we go to that, what question do you have for me? Yeah. I wanted to know. And I even wrote that down. Look at my notes right here. Okay. I want to know what keeps True Lady motivated and have you thought about moving to a larger city? That's my two questions. Wow. 
Mm. Interesting, interesting. Mm. Now, what keeps me motivated um, to continue to do what I what I do um, is the progress that I have made over time. I was like, man, I've started here and I'm at this point. So the progression keeps me motivated, and also the help that I've provided for others along my path and inspired to do their own thing too because I, I start seeing other people want to do media and everything else and they tell me you inspire me that's that's big for me like what i me you me so uh definitely th- those uh progression and being an inspiration uh to people are what keeps me motivated um, cause at this point it's like, I'm not no longer doing it for myself. Yes. Um, now as far as moving, yes, I have definitely toiled with this. I've definitely toiled with this, uh, decision for quite some time. Um, I just don't know where I know where it would be good for me, but I just don't know, like, how can I say this? I know where I could go and thrive. Where would that be? Um, definitely it would be at probably like in Atlanta. Um, Dallas. D- yeah, Dallas would definitely be a great um relocation. I've also thought about New York because I mean those those areas those markets are big in radio. They're big in with uh bloggers. And things of that nature. But then I always come into myself. Because I'm an overthinker. And I definitely um, dig and think of things. And overthink things. But then I tell myself. Have I accomplished everything that I'm supposed to hear. Before I can move on to my next chapter. I think about that. That's an honest question. I'm like have I accomplished everything that I'm supposed to do here. Before I move on. No. You got some more stuff. That's an honest question. Yeah. You you got some more stuff. To do. So that's that's why it's a toil between me saying move. Uh, yeah. Do you visit a lot of the other cities? Yeah, I do. I I definitely as much as possible as I can get out of the city. I do get out of Alexandria and go, and that's why I'll, I'll go to events. I will go network, meet hey. with people. I definitely I'm not a stranger to any of those things. Yeah, because I think that's. To you know, I think that's where you just thrive, just in a setting where it's just people all around. Yeah, that's 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 where you you just take it to a whole nother level. Right, like um, like for when when I do Essence Fest, you know, I'm in this room with everybody. Like yeah. I'm arms length away from Lee Daniels. Yeah, and I'm like, am I supposed to be here? I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. supposed to be here. Yeah, that's real. You know that's what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, yeah, I'm you know, supposed man, to be here. <laughs> you know, I really know how you feel now. Yeah. Because, like, when, like I said, when y'all took me to the Go DJs. Yes, the Go I DJ felt, Awards. I felt strange just, like, Jay Prince grabbed me on my shoulder, like, hey, man, you good? Yeah. Like, huh? Uh, Excuse me? <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I put the picture out, like, that you just sent me, yeah. and it just so happened to be Slim Thug's birthday. Yeah, really and did. here in this image, me and Slim Thug laughing. Like, we known each other for years. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But that's just, it, in that moment, I can, like, hey, how you doing? I can make you feel comfortable and make we not, like, mm-hmm. like we've known each other for years and leave a, a lasting impression. Right. That's so. what I would like to do, though. Like, we'll talk about that off air. <laughs> like, 
I definitely yeah. would like to uh, hook up with more events, like yes. hook up with you on some stuff. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm definitely with it. I can travel wherever I want to travel. I will go. Yeah. But as far as moving, I feel like uh, have I accomplished everything that I need to hear? And everybody says you have, you have, you have, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, I really don't. I don't feel like it. Like I feel like it's a few more things. I don't feel like I need to be here for another ten years. No, uh. but I feel like it's a few more things that I need to, you know, set in stone here before I go away. Facts. Yeah. All right, man. So this week's Ask a Lady question comes from Bree Crawford. And it says, Dear true lady, if you're in a relationship slash marriage, is it supposed to be a requirement that you go and do everything together or should you have separate outings? Because I'm starting to feel real smothered by my boyfriend. Everywhere I go, he pops up and wants to go. Help me out. Oh, my God. He, Ooh. he attached. Um, Ooh, Okay, go ahead. Yeah, you first. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like, Because, I mean, honestly, you, you, you started out as two different people who brought your lives together. Yeah, yeah. You did, and... Open even though you want to be with <laughs> even though you want to be with your significant other blah 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 whatever right like you don't have to smother them. yeah i don't need to be around you all day right i i you know i got things i'm gonna do you got things you gonna want to do right i totally agree <laughs> so i, I like, I, i'm ooh. a firm believer in <laughs> we both have our like you said we both have our own lives but when we come together it We're gives together. us time to talk about Hey, this is what this is what happened today. Right. I saw this today. It, it gives you that time to come together and you know talk about those things, reminisce on those things. Granted, yes, you are supposed to do things as a couple, but I don't feel like you're supposed to do everything Not together. Everything. And and the, it may be a form of insecurity, breed that he may have because some men do have I mean, insecurities women have right. insecurities as well i mean depending on what happened to him right I mean, it could get you, right, exactly something, something could have happened to him and that's why it is important for people to get to learn one another when you're in a relationship right you gotta learn so breathe you need to do some learning see what happens and what makes him feel this way what caused him to be this way right. you know and let him know you don't pay you ain't got that good good he just can't stop oh wow (coughs) (laughs) i know you're lying (laughs) oh that was loud (laughs) you fatty (laughs) i'm sorry my bad i'm sorry um but there is truth to that option as well i mean i mm. yeah what how do you (laughs) what advice do you have for brie crawford Uh, say the question again. I got thrown. thrown <laughs> She's basically saying, in a relationship, is it a requirement that you go and do everything together as a couple, or should you have separate outings? Oh yeah, I mean, I just believe you need to be uh, fair and in balance as possible. I yeah. mean, depending on the like, as far as some. Women may like to be cuddled up more mm-hmm. than other women, so you just got to make sure you balance. Right, you got to know your mate, and make sure you do your best job as keeping it balanced, um, yeah. so you won't, so you can avoid the friction. So it th- that that 
that answer is kind of situational. So mm-hmm. um, I would say focus on balance and um, just the individuality of that that person, mm-hmm. what they like, what they dislike. Um, not, a, yeah, I just yeah, for individuality. Yeah, yeah, that's what we gonna go with. Right, yeah. because like like you said, something could have happened to him, cause him to be that way, or mm-hmm. you just never know. So again. That's why it's important to get to learn one another. You gotta yes. learn them. Yes. Learn the person. You gotta learn the person you're gonna be um, with. A lot of people don't take that time. They <laughs> really don't. Like everybody. Y'all, I had a guy in here about two weeks ago, and he said all he wanted in a marriage is just sex. They don't have to know each other spiritually. Oh, yeah, I watched it. They don't have to know each other. Um, he was like, he goes, I need my spiritual spirituality from God. He said they don't have to be friends because I got that's why I got my homies for it. I was like, but damn, his, but what? This is what he's gonna be missing. <laughs> he's like, be, what are you talking about? What he wants is a maid, basically, who gonna have sex with him. That's it. That's crazy. Because let's face it, like nobody wants to be at home by themselves. Right. But everybody, you know. Somebody once told me everybody doesn't want to do the hard work, but they want the end result. Ooh, that's in everything in life, not just so, in relationships. That's everything. Right. You so, got to put that work in. Not to. Can't, gotta, can't cheat the grind. You can't cheat. A relationship is the hardest grind you'll ever get. It's harder than your job. <laughs> it's Ooh, harder than anything in life. Being in a relationship with somebody else is one of those things where it can go bad at any time for just about any reason. Mm. If you don't take the proper care. Um, and sometimes no matter you can take the proper care and do as much as you can and it still go wrong. Wow. So what you need to do is do your best and pray that you get somebody who cares about you as much as you care about them. All facts. Dr. Phil. He hit him with it right there. Dropping these Look, jewels on y'all. I'm tell you like this. Dr. I know Phil. Shit, but I got y'all today. <laughs> Back to Phil. All right, man. Sounds air horn. <laughs> thank you. Thank so before we go, you guys, I want to give um a rundown of what's coming up with the true lady. Make sure you mark your calendars, November the 9th. Back to Phil. I will be doing my live show at Cornerstone Lounge. So hey. that means you as an audience to come out and participate in the show. I have so many things lined up for you guys. That is going to be so much interaction going on with the crowd. Um, and I'll let you know as time come closer who my co-host, my special guest co-host will be. I think you guys will definitely enjoy this. Mm. Um, also, before November the 9th, uh, make sure you check out AEX Creatives. They will have AEX Renaissance Day, October the 13th Whoa. at the Arnabontop Museum. Yeah. Um, we are bringing the Cotton Club to Alexandria. Yes, doing our best, y'all. <laughs> That's Come the on. best way that I can definitely explain it. Um, AEX is definitely known for their statement picture, so we will be taking our uh, Renaissance po- uh, picture and leading into a celebration for Arnabont Tom's birthday, and that's October the 13th. Now, coming up closer, September the 27th, AEX is also putting on a political forum slash mixer for you, the public, to meet and greet the new candidates who are running for positions here in the city of Alexandria. It's very, very important. You know, for you to come out and partake in this and meet these people. Like, in this setting, you'll be able to talk to these people. It's really hard for us to talk to politicians. But in this setting, you know, you'll be able to do that. And that will be at the Rapids Foundation Building, September the 27th. 
the mixer starts at 5 p.m. and the forum begins at 6 o'clock. So make sure you guys have your face in the place. And one last thing, AEX Creatives has a raffle going on right now. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. And it's a $2 raffle ticket, and you enter for a chance to win the barbecue bundle. It's a barbecue pit, coals, lighter fluid, utensils, aprons, seasonings, condiments, anything that you need. Uh, to get your barbecue on So make sure you guys enter that raffle It's only $2 You can also um, enter by doing Cash App um, And we put your name on the form I sold a whole book today <laughs> So Make sure you guys uh, Get into it Also download the Future 106 um, yes. App So Hmm Oh, we will be at Peabody. Um, thank you for reminding me. We'll be at Peabody this Friday for Peabody versus Ash, and we're um we're gonna we're gonna be there with raffle tickets. Also, Saturday we'll be at J uh, to support J Will with the trail ride. So look for us. Doing big things. Y'all better be ready. All right. So, see, that's why I feel like I haven't accomplished everything yet. Two lady in the I building. You. <laughs> I told you, you got another four, five years. No, nah. I'm two. Gonna keep, I'm going to keep adding them. You better no. keep on. It's Say two. It, go down again. I'm very adamant you about this. You already said two. three. You go down again. Oh, oh, two. Oh, just, yeah. Very yeah. adamant about it. So, why, why you took it down to two? You said three. No, I said two. Yeah, you said three. I said two. You said three. Set up a satellite spot. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, I, right now, I, th- I, th- I don't think a lot of people know that, like, I'm on air in four different markets four right markets, now. Right? Yeah. So, it's Big like, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm working on something, y'all working mm-hmm. on. All Give right. it to you. All right. All right. <laughs> How can they find you guys online? Start with Jay Rich. All right. Y'all can find me um Instagram at zombie underscore. That's my photography page. Um, J. Rick Sydney Photography on Facebook. Look that up. Get at me. Um, I'm going to work with you. You working with me. Uh, what's up, world? You can find me at Soul Live uh, on all uh, social media outlets. Uh, most importantly, soullive.com. Follow him. You know it's your girl, true lady, such a lady85 on everything. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, or just search for the hashtag catch the T. Yes. We out. Woo-hoo.